This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A Dadsnet original podcast. I'm Al, that's JK, and this is the JK and Al podcast. Coming up on today's episode, we're talking to JK and Joel. Hey! <laughs> the good old days. Do you know how much of a scoop this is? We haven't really done an interview together for... I, I don't think, actually... Have we done something? I No, I... He was on a podcast years ago, but he was actually recently on a podcast and, and one of this host of this podcast said to him, you know, have you ever talked about the time that you sort of split up? And he was like, no, we haven't really talked about the impact it had on us and stuff like that. Wow. So this is, this yeah, is th- it. Th- we haven't done it for, we haven't, ch- we, we, me and Joel chat all the time. Yeah. We message each other. We, yeah, but we nothing speak, public. But nothing public. No, no. So that means that this is a world exclusive if you want to call it a world exclusive, you, you can. <laughs> it'll be picked up in the sun. It'll be <laughs> no, it will It'll be in Heat magazine. No, it won't. Those <laughs> anyway, days are gone. When stay- I was Torso of the Week, I didn't want to, you know, I just wanted to... Torso of the Week. Do you remember Heat Torso of the Week? No, but to be fair, if it's every week, they must be like, them get through a lot of torso. How dare you? <laughs> it's all wor- like rear of the year. I was torso of the world. I've got, I've got the picture somewhere. I bet. I'm sure Jack, producer Jack can find it and we'll flash <laughs> it on socials. Thank you for that, Jay. Uh, yeah, so that's coming up a little bit later on. We've got another parenting story. Uh, we've got another gear review and we'll have a little catch up. Now. Yep. I've got something special for us. For us or for... Us. It is for I've us. got one each. <laughs> I mean, that does, doesn't sound right. <laughs> I wouldn't go around doing that that often. Have you heard of... Well, first of all, would you like to do a shot with me this morning? A shot? A shot. Um, like a shot. Yeah. <laughs> Why the hell not? I mean, I, f- <laughs> I literally felt like I was in the 90s then, which I'm talking to Joel later, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and now you're asking if I want a shot. We're just trying to bring it all back this to This is a life. 90s nostalgia show. Um, because I, I have heard the benefits of having a ginger shot. Is, is the same company been on to you as well? No, they haven't. I just saw them in Waitrose. Oh, no. Th- th- I've, sp- I've actually... This company, we message each other on Instagram. Right, well... This is what I do every day. Do you not know this? No. So I make my own. Oh. These mo Is it Moju? Moju. Moju. These are actually really good. Well, we're going to try them. They're, no, they're brilliant. They're really mm. good. You make a ginger shot every day. Oh, I'll tell you what my secret is. I've talk- we've talked about this on a podcast somewhere. We talked about, we talked about it on a guest. With a guest, didn't we? I don't know. Was I'm it? not present in any of these things. Was that on heart? I can't remember. 
I do, I do so much. So much chatting. Chatting. I'm bored of myself. Ready? Oh, no, I'm not ready. Come on. Wow, I so thought you'd you find this a lot harder. I mean, I'm not ready for this. You can tell you didn't go out in your in your heyday, did you? Cheers. Three, two, one. Cheers. Oh. Oh, they are so much nicer than Woo! the ones I make. Oh, yikes. Oh, yeah, they're good. Oh, yikes. God, it's made my eyes water. So, my shots, four lemons, a whole lemons, into yep. the old uh, neutral bullet. <laughs> Sorry. Teddy doesn't do them. He's not used to it, look. <coughs> if, I don't know if you can zoom in on my eyes, but... Would you prefer a flaming Sambuca? <laughs> Probably would. <laughs> Sheesh kebabs. Neutral bullet, four whole lemons, whole lemons. Mm. Don't peel them. Don't just juice them. Whole lemons. A big, big thumb <sighs> of ginger. Uh, a big load of turmeric and also then the secret is cayenne powder <sighs> yeah so cayenne pepper yeah put that in put a bit of apple juice in there and i do a whole like liter bottle and i take two big swigs out of it per day wow and that's what i do <sighs> good aren't they yeah so this one hasn't got the turmeric in is it uh apple ginger root lemon ac- acerolo cherry powder but they do a turmeric one as well with yeah. ginger these they do they've got lots of them but they, they're supposed to be really good for you in the mornings yeah they are ginger shot mm. and i thought i mean today i felt a bit like um a bit stuffy anyway so i thought oh, i saw them on the shop and i thought let's do one of those uh, maybe this could be our morning routine <sighs> <laughs> right uh um, so it's a big show today we've got loads on it is uh but first let's do a parenting story Okay, parenting story today is from Jack. Come on, Jack. Uh, and uh, Jack's parenting story goes like this. So my eldest, when he was four, was going through a real teenager at four sort of thing. And so lots of uh, lots of tantrums, lots of storming off to his room, all that sort of stuff. There was something I wouldn't let him do, and I can't remember for the life of me what it was but he was stood in the doorway to my bedroom while I'm getting ready, shouting at me, let me do it. I'm saying, no, no, you're not doing that. Let me do it. No, no, you're not doing that. He pauses and he looks at me, glares at me and says, if you don't let me do that, I'm going to call you a salty bumhole. hole. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no idea where, <laughs> where a four-year-old would get the phrase salty bumhole. Um, <laughs> but one of those moments you just can't be angry at. It couldn't help but burst into yeah, laughter. I could hear my wife downstairs <laughs> bursting into laughter. And then my three-year-old and my four-year-old both burst into laughter and ran around the house shouting, salty bumhole, salty bumhole. <laughs> <laughs> you see, and that is the love of kids you you can't tell them off when they make you laugh yesterday charlie was i don't know what she was doing she was doing something else in the house this is after school the kids had come home and luna luna as you know luna is um luna is very funny and she's very sort of she knows what she wants and she, she will do it regardless strong-minded that's the one and charlie was like she's quiet i was at work she's quiet I wonder what she's doing and uh, she walked into the living room and on the table, she was sending a letter to Nanny and Grandad, which was lovely. Absolutely lovely. What we didn't realise is that she probably used 30 quid's worth of stamps that were in the drawer. <laughs> wow. 
Did it get there the next day? <laughs> I mean, it got there within seconds. <laughs> Put it in the letter. <laughs> wow, that really works. <laughs> I mean, whoa, 30 quid's worth of stamps. Look at that. I, I'm impressed you have 30 quid's worth of stamps. Stamps are the kind of thing that everyone goes, oh, I've got no stamps, never have any Always stamps. have stamps in the house. Wow. I mean, let us just... <laughs> Not many. <laughs> it's like life supply. Oh, what's in the box? Stamps. Stamps, stamps are in the box. Um, yeah, you can't, make, you can't kit tell your kids off when they make you laugh. The salty bum hoys. I mean, that's good. I've got... You know, like when you put salt on a slug? Yeah. That's like what I have. <laughs> what, you think that's what it's like putting salt on a sphincter? <laughs> on a bummer. Yeah. I mean, I've, no, I've never put salt on my bumhole. I love where your brain goes sometimes. Yeah. But I'd like to see, I don't know, I'd like to see a bumhole with salt on. What? Well, I don't need... <laughs> From the guy that spits in the toilet now wants to see a salty bumhole. <laughs> only, only because it's like, what is this salty bumhole? This podcast is going downhill. Does it taste salty? Uh, why? Who cares? <laughs> I don't know. The bum hole be, I suppose salty. it would be a bit like me licking your bum hole after football. All right? That's what it would be like. <laughs> That's what a salty bum hole tastes like, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think. <laughs> oh, my God. You made me go there. The thing is, I know, I know what it's like when I get in the shower after football. <laughs> Peel off my pants, and oh. they've got they have that that strip of sweat from like the waistband <laughs> all the way through to the gooch. So so I know what I know how bad that would be. <laughs> okay, so Jack, we now have identified what a salty bumhole is. <laughs> yeah, feel free to tell your kids. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. Right, if you've got a parenting story, let us know. Uh, you can do it via the Facebook group, uh, JKNL, or you can send us an email, JKNL at dadnet.com. <laughs> <laughs> right. Should we do? Should we chat to Joel? Let's do, let's do Joel. I'm not sure this is going to get better, but let's chat to Joel. <laughs> oh, it can only go downhill from here. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. I mean, no one will know the ordeal that we've just been through to get Joel on the podcast, but finally, you're here. Uh, Joel, welcome to JK Now. Nothing changes. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, just technology. I need, I need him back. Can I rent him back? Um... <laughs> I'm a technophobe. I know that. I've got so much equipment here. It all looks beautiful. I haven't got a blooming clue how to use any of it. <laughs> do, you, do you know what slightly depresses me? is, uh, And I knew this day would come when we actually did an interview. And this is the point where I knew how old I would look. But he actually, he hasn't changed that much. You've aged well, Joel. Is that, that what you're he saying? He does. He, do, he has aged well. What, so are you still having Botox and shit like that? No. No, I can look. I can move my face. You I can I can move... <laughs> No, 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 no. Seriously, move your face. <laughs> well, make me laugh then. Use your fingers. Well, where, where do you get Botox in, like, sale or wherever you are now? Bloody sale. Bloody sale. Where are you? Um, Cheshire. 
Cheshire, darling. He's in Cheshire. Oh, yeah. with all the housewives of Cheshire. Is that what it's called now? No, I'll be honest with you. Um, I am probably the youngest person in the uh, in the area by about 45 years. <laughs> uh, you, what you've got to do when you move out to the country is work out that you never get to know anybody. Because within a week, someone down the road will come and go, you know Mary at number 87? Yeah. Dead. <laughs> okay. You know Paddy used to walk the dog? Yeah. Yeah. Dead. <laughs> right, brilliant. Now, the thing is, uh, my missus just eyes up their house and goes, oh, that's a project. Oh, that's a project. Oh, that's a project. Um, it's, no, I, I, no I am, I'm really old. I'm really old. I feel really old. Um, and I'm going to go after I've done this for a little uh, granddad's sleep. It's because he, because he is still doing a breakfast show. Yes, that's the thing. So early, early breakfast show, and he's still doing the breakfast show where we used to do the breakfast show in Manchester together. So he's still doing it in the same place, different, different station. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I walk past the big studio, <laughs> and I walk, walk all the way down the corridor, get myself in the shoe cupboard, get myself in there, test it, see if it works. See, I've got to get there three hours before just to make sure it works. You know what I'm like? <laughs> is that shoe cupboard still there? Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's now um, MD's office or something. That, that, it's, that, uh, isn't that where we used to sleep? Yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah, it's, it's it's all exactly the same. There's just posters over walls and stuff like that now, and nobody's in the building. Uh, and I, I was upstairs this morning uh, photocopying some stuff because I was a bit bored. So I went upstairs, photocopied some stuff, fill up the day, and you look at it when there's nobody in, and I just think to myself, this would make a brilliant Weatherspoons, this radio station. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. goes, oh, flats. One thing you don't need is another flat in Manchester. What you need is a proper cheap spoons. Do you know what the irony is as well? Joel has got a flat right next to the radio station, but he travels like 45 minutes in. Why? Because <laughs> that's just... Well, can I tell you? Can I tell you now while I'm here, and I'll be honest, none of changed. It's got illegal cladding on it. Oh, no. It's in negative equity. (laughs) My mortgage rate has gone up to 8.5%. I'm a mortgage prisoner. (laughs) (laughs) I am. I'm on all the Facebook groups. You'll see me turn up on ITV soon. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I bought that flat in 2004 with Northern Rock. Northern Rock went bust. And uh, somebody said, oh, it's just just get interest-only mortgage. So I've been paying for that for nearly 20 years. And also, I got 125% mortgage, so I took more out of it. So, uh, yeah. I think I think about fifty grand down on it. Said I've paid the uh, paid it off over twenty years. Well, you might as well use it then, at the very least. I remember the day he said, "I said I've got a mortgage, I've got a flat." I'm like, "Brilliant! What did you get? Ninety five percent, ninety percent mortgage?" But no, no, I've got hundred and ten percent mortgage. I'm like, "How do you do that? Is that a thing?" Yeah, 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 it's a thing. And what what did you spend the ten grand that you had? extra? Because obviously you bought no, the flat it- for the hundred. What did you do with it? The ten grand? I no, can't remember. I- I got 35 grand uh, pop in my bank. It was great. I had a great summer. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but you you don't think about that when you're 20, do you? And then you get the letter going, how are you going to pay this off? And you think, yeah, oh, because everybody else was buying a property for like 100 grand. And in three months time was going, oh, look, it's worth 120 now. Oh, it's worth whatever. Yeah, I bought this for like 300 and it's worth about 250 and I owe 350 on it. (laughs) It's unbelievable, isn't it? That's why I'm still working. Oh, um, amazing, <laughs> amazing story. Um, I've told you, didn't I? Before you came on, I said Joel is still the, one of the only people that can literally make me cry with laughter. I mean, we were about what ten minutes in, yeah. and I'm already crying. Well, we, haven't, we haven't even said anything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just, no, it's not crying. It's not crying with laughter. It's just crying because you're sad. Yeah. <laughs> Go, oh, yeah. The worst thing is, my I miss- know all these stories, <laughs> and I'm still laughing. <laughs> My missus sits me down and she goes, why are we going to stop better with money? I'm like, I don't know. I had lots of fun. And she went, 
but we've been together seven years and you still ask me for a tenner two weeks before payday. <laughs> still does it. <laughs> I remember, Joel. Right, so we'd obviously have to go to bed quite early because we were up at like 4 or 5 a.m., whatever it was. Well, Joel, sort of 5 to 6, the show was on. Oh, there we go. And um, I remember one day you were going to a cash point, but you'd, would you, you got up early to go to a cash point. So he used to hang outside cash points around about midnight on payday, was it? To get yeah, as much so money out yeah, as you yeah. could. What, in cash? Yeah. For, well, before it was all taken. <laughs> out of direct <laughs> debits and stuff like that. Well, so the direct debits couldn't, wouldn't go through yeah. because you had it all in cash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but there were also, also, it was when before, uh, you know, like the Lloyd Banking Group, and this, you can, I have to tell it now because uh, it doesn't matter, but before a load of the banks were joined, there was a row of them, so you'd have like Abbey National and Midland or whatever, um, all these old banks, there's a row of them next to each other, and it wasn't instant, so you, you put your card in, set 500 quid out, it's not instant like it is now, so you put your card in, set 500 quid out, come on, come on, come on, come on, <laughs> dive to the next one, number in, 500 quid out, next one, 500 quid out, next one, 500 quid out, brilliant, I've got money for the month, everything's sorted, because if I left if I left it more than 10 minutes now I'd be in there and then oh it's just oh it's just so bad so bad going to shop a check on a Friday night yeah I am mate can I write a check for 250 quid and, and being charged like 200 quid or whatever it was every time just to cash a check to go out how and many, then you're just playing catch up how many times did, who's, whose ring did you pawn numerous times that was my grandma's well, no, no, it was, it was it was my granddad's wedding ring. So, so this was the one. So she she gave it to me. My granddad died when I was one, and when I was eighteen, she went, "Here's his wedding ring." So I was like, mm, "Well, thanks very much. Cheers, <laughs> thanks very much." So um, every time I needed something like a trip to Ibiza, or a holiday somewhere, or just just some some money, it was worth a few quid. So you go and you, you pawn it for a couple of grand, and you have to get it back. And I'll be honest with you, I have no idea where it is now. <laughs> I have, I have, it's, probably, I, it's definitely got to be in the window of a shopping place in Hull or something. Wow, and now it's starting to make sense how Whoa. the difficulties you're in with the flat now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was a case of when we earned decent money, I bought houses and JK bought horses. No, that's the wrong way around. Wrong way around. I bought horses <laughs> and you bought houses. And that was it. And he's, yeah, oh, it's just, it's just, um, yeah, just, you, it's... It's you realise that this this isn't going to be enough time to to, to go through everything. No, it? it really Let's, it really well, isn't. Just pick, just pick. Can one, I give you one, one more? Can I give you one more quick story when it, talking about houses and horses? Do you remember the time that it was around about Christmas? I was in TK Maxx. I was buying your Christmas present and Ewan's Christmas present, our producer, and I think I was buying someone else that worked on our show a Christmas present. I decided to buy them all Timberland boots. So I went to TK Maxx in Hereford because I was back in my hometown at the time. And I got a call. (laughs) (laughs) You invested well. (laughs) I I told you, they last forever. And I got a call from Joel when I was in TK Maxx. Do you remember that call? Um, Give me a clue. It was about a horse. It was the one and only time that I betted once. Did I start start it with, it's a dead cert? Yes, that's exactly how you started it. Yeah, it's a dead cert. It cannot get beat. Money's down. Have as much as you can get on it. Yeah, as much as you can get on it. So at that point, I think we, I don't know. I I remember I had, and again, this is just ridiculous. But I had, I think I had a five grand. We had a we had a bonus or something. I had five grand, and he was like five grand. Let's get the five grand on. Brilliant. So five grand. But it was was it two and a half each way? I I I don't know how betting works. 
Yeah, no, I, I said it at win, but you can back it each way just in case. I think it was seven to one. Right, so, so two and a <laughs> half grand. You had two and a half grand each way, each yeah. Each way, so that's five grand. Yeah, but, but, so you bet if it wins and bet if it loses. Yeah, but it was guaranteed right. It was guaranteed to win, obviously. Gu- guaranteed. Is that, is that, this is that why right? I don't bet anymore. This is the one and only time, the reason why I don't bet anymore. What happened to that horse? I broke its leg in the stalls. <laughs> <laughs> well, before it even got on the track. No, no, because it was declared a runner. So the stalls, the stalls opened. It, it, it went up into the sky and snapped its leg. <laughs> so you done your money. You done your money straight away there. I'm, yeah, I mean I'm, that wasn't my fault. That is an act of God. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm in TK Maxx waiting by the shoe department for for this race to happen, which shouldn't take too long. And I'm there like f- five, ten, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes goes by. I'm like, he hasn't called me yet. Because I'm waiting for the call in my mind for massive celebrations. Yeah. Where are we going to go on holiday? What are we going to do? And nothing through, nothing through. I'm like, this isn't good. Do you know, I think um, we were at Radio 1 and um, Vernon was like, hey, so you got that horse there? You got, hey, you got, got this horse? That, hey, that's right. Will it win? Will it win? I'm like, mate, nailed on. Nailed on. You got a few quid on it, mate. As much as you can get on it, it'll win. No problem. Here we are. No problem. Uh, st- stalls opened. Jockey fell off. <laughs> Just don't. If you see Joel in the street and he says it's a dead sir, nail it on. Yeah. No, it's, it's don't not. do it. Don't do it. Yeah, oh, don't ask. So what? Okay. So I mean, this is the thing, isn't it? With with um, uh, like partners, like in who have been on. Uh, who have kind of radio or TV and, and work together that you you know each other so well. Yeah. Because hang on, hang on, hang on. Stop you there. He didn't even know where I lived. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You okay? You did know each other so well. <laughs> Actually, if we both uh, if we if we said come round, either of us said come round, we both wouldn't know where we lived. That's actually true. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, but you did know each other so well, right? Yes. So how, yeah. what was that like? Because um, is it fair to say in a more like a brother kind of... Oh, without doubt. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. An annoying little twatty brother that you had. Yeah, and a dickhead and a, yeah, brother. Yeah. And a dickhead arrogant oh, big brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, I've done it all, I know everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, I just, just, yeah. <laughs> Abs- absolute dick. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% absolute know-it-all. Oh, there are times now where I actually like I, since since Joel, I was with two other co-hosts, so Lucy and and now Kelly Brook, and I now realise how much of a dick I was. I mean, <laughs> genuinely, I okay, do. We've got that on on. Oh yeah, we've recorded yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Use it, run it as a meme. 100%. Every time you need to hear that, Joel, you can play it. It's so fine. true. And, no, Honestly. no, and also he realised that I've got the biggest boobs out of the three of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's close but yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a time yeah. so i tell you what came up on my um, I've got one of these uh, Alexa Echo shows and like photos just come round and round and round <laughs> the other day I was I was sorting Noah some beans on toast out and there's a picture of just Joel on a camel <laughs> in Egypt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's so weird. And he had this thing. It was like a weird thing that you would get arrested for now, 20 years later, of taking pictures of me when I was either pissed or asleep. <laughs> right. So, so, you know, when you're there and you've got like your three chins, you've got your mouth open and he'd just take these pictures. And of course, there was nowhere to post them at this point, but there would be his ringtone. So he'd be on a train or something and he'd just say, just ring me, ring me. And it'll come up with... Uh, was it Joel 
Cockpiss. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Joel Cockpiss had a picture of me like oh, <laughs> with four chins. What okay, why why are you why is he saving your phone as Joel Cockpiss Kev? <laughs> it still is. Why? Still What's is. the story there? So Joel's dad is called Kev. And Cockpiss does it come from Cockpiss Partridge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pilot must be Partridge. Alan Partridge did a car. Someone did, graffitied his car, which been put cockpit partridge on it. Right. So there's a combination of him because he still he is his dad. <laughs> <laughs> and so Just. am I now. Look at this. Okay, Can so... quickly go back to the Egypt trip? <laughs> well, I don't even need to ask these questions. Oh. No, just keep them coming. Keep it coming. Do you remember that trip? So w- remember, there's not much you can do in Egypt. So there was me, Joel, and our producer, Darren. Imagine um, a, a guy who looks a bit like the Mitchell brothers. Okay, so that was right. our producer. And um, you you disappeared for a bit. And me and Beard, we called Darren Beard. Me and Beard were by, we were just by the bar. I think actually we were standing somewhere on the Nile. Was there a floating bar on the Nile, that we, that hotel we saw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were just having a chat as a, a German shepherd dog floated past dead on the River Nile. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, I rem- yeah I, no, I do remember that because it doesn't matter where he goes, right? I always think if you go to like Spain and you're in a, two-star hotel you go to portugal a three-star hotel fine wherever he goes in the world he just wants sun so we, we can go to like uh, we went to san diego expensive holiday oh i'm gonna go and sunbathe no you don't sunbathe we're in san diego mate egypt we get there there's you know so there's now to do but there's boat trips and stuff like that he just put these manky yellow shorts on from tk max he would he would lie there put his very first mp3 player on listen to the same three de la soul tracks and uh and turn him over an half an hour. <laughs> and that's all it was. The same, the most boring guy on to go on all the way. So, true. Based, based on that story, me and Beard decide to just have a lazy day by the pool. So he, as always, does one, goes to a cash point, gets a load of money out quickly, and off he goes. Because of a camel trip. And then he comes back and says, hey, boys, <laughs> I've got us a trip tomorrow. <laughs> right, okay. Have you been to a travel agent to get this trip somewhere, you know, which is kosher? Now, I met a guy on the street. <laughs> like, all right, fine. So he wakes us up at like some stupid time in the morning and he takes us to this. We, do we have to get a boat on the River Nile? Is that right? We had to cross the River yeah, Nile. Yeah, yeah. We had to get a boat to get to another boat to get to another boat. <laughs> Is it, but it had to be really early as well. I mean, it, it was full on kosher. Um, this guy's dad owned a travel company. But if we got there a bit earlier, we could get on cheaper, if you know what I mean. <laughs> This all sounds legit. Yeah. So, yes, that sounds it. We get a boat to get a boat to get a boat to get a boat. And then we go over the River Nile. And then this guy just drops us off there. And it's just me, you and Beard standing yeah. on the other side of the River Nile, which it's got, there's no there's no houses or anything. There's no, it's just us. And we're waiting there for about 20 minutes. And I'm like, what are we waiting for? He's like, hey, just wait a minute. Wait a minute. In a minute. Fine. Hey, wait. So 20, 25 minutes, 30 minutes passes. And then... <laughs> We look in the distance and there's a bloke coming over with three camels. <laughs> so, what? so then you can take over from here. No, I, th- I think we got, we got what? As far as, as far as I remember it, and I remember it a great fondness. We just got camels for a camel ride, didn't we? And then we got to look round lots of houses. Uh, I, I, you can't really say homeless houses because people living there. They were just shacks. Yeah. So we go, we go and see how proper Egypt is. I didn't know this at the point, and you're going in there. But for everyone you looked at, you had to pay some money. So, of course, you're going in, they're going, oh, this is where we live. And they go, oh, it's awful, that is, isn't it? Thinking, oh, chocolate. 
Uh, all right, okay, that'll be <laughs> whatever it was. There's a tenner. Next one. Oh, look at these. Um, on, on Camelback. But, but our producer's a big lad, isn't he? Yeah. Watching him get on top of a camel was one of the funniest things. Get on and get off. And of course, him, JK, who wants to be a farmer or a vet when he was young, is allergic to him. <laughs> it's just... It's just... Honestly, it's it's... It's it's so pathetic. It's so pathetic. And of course you wonder how you're gonna get back. Do you remember we went to another shack and then they took they told us to get off the camels. We got off the camels, they leaded us into a dark shack and they sat us down and then they disappeared. And I I, I I'm like, we this is it. We've met with Joel's Joel's killed us. This is Joel's killed us. And then so and then these people come in and they gave us do you remember they gave us a bottle of coke? Do you remember that? Yeah, I've still got the I've still got the pictures. I've got the pictures. Yeah. I uploaded them on Facebook. So they gave us a bottle of coke each, then disappeared again. We're like, this this is this is this is weird. What what have you got us into? <laughs> then same people come in and give us kittens. Kittens. Yeah, yes. yeah. Kittens. Yeah, yeah. Place kittens on our laps. <laughs> I love the way you, you're saying it, like with exasperation. Joel, you're saying it a bit like, yeah, 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 yeah kittens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, look, it it was my friend. It is mystery trip. It was a mystery. <laughs> It is mystery trip. My dad, he on travel agent. We go early. We go on mystery trip on Nile. <laughs> so I don't know what I'd pay them. I, I have no idea what I'd, what I'd pay them. Um, and he get, I remember him giving me at some point. Oh. Um, I, I said, have you got any beer? And he was like, no. I said, have you got any vodka or anything? No, we drink this. And I have no idea what it was. I think it was like some weird cough. It's not that, by the way. <laughs> I've not still kept it. It was like some weird cough mixture or something. So I'm like, God, that have some of that. Here we are. That's brilliant. I have no idea. Uh, but I felt great and partied with a lot of money to go on a mystery trip. <laughs> yeah, and, and came out with a kitten as well. And then obviously we have yeah. to, you have to give the kittens back and then you have to pay them money because you've stroked their kittens. <laughs> and then I think we got back on a camel. And then, yeah. was that it? But it, can I, uh, I, it, it was... I see, it's still to this day one of the best trips I can remember. Told you! <laughs> you Stop having a go then! One more thing. Stop having a go! When we were in, we went to go and see the Valley of the Kings. So we went and you had no service. Oh, oh, <sighs> ground level, you had no service yeah, on your yeah, mobile no, phone. No, I was on one to one. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, before it was three mobiles, so we used to go one to no one. <laughs> you, you'd, be, you'd be in the centre of Leeds or whatever, uh, centre of Manchester, centre of London, could not get any service whatsoever. <laughs> then what happened? Then we go down into a, what, a bloody, what do you call it? A, Valley a, of the a Kings. Tomb. Yeah, yeah, a tomb like that. There's me nan calling. <laughs> I've got full service in the tomb. <laughs> And the guy's like, you must be very quiet because, of course, down here, any funny noise could take away the whole tomb. I'm like, oh, that's awful. <laughs> Hello, Motto. <laughs> it's like, Nan. Nan, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, oh, yeah. So, um, one to one. And I think the funniest thing about that was uh, I always used to get cut off from one to one. So, you used to get the, um, you used to phone up every month when your direct debit had bounced. And uh, you're taking all the cash it would out. say, yeah, no, it would say, um, thank you for calling one-to-one. Unfortunately, because you haven't paid your outstanding balance, your call has been transferred to us. I was the voice. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing. I was the voice of telling you you hadn't paid your bill. Press one to speak to somebody. <laughs> press two to pay your outstanding balance. Or press three to be put through to disconnections. And it was me voicing it. It's me! It's me! Listen, it's me! <laughs> oh... Jesus Christ. 
So what? Okay, what was the the like? You might have different answers. <coughs> we haven't even talked about radio yet. No. Well, <laughs> no, no. What was like the pinnacle? You're like, at what point were you like, this is doesn't get better than this? Oh, I what, personally radio would life? say. I would probably say it was there was there was a part of Viking. We worked at a radio station called Viking FM in Hull, and for me, as a growing up in the, in the country, and I didn't really. I was a bit like my dad at that point. If I if I went outside Kidderminster, I got a nosebleed. So it was very difficult for me to to like move home and go to Hull. And you don't you don't go through Hull. You go to Hull, mm. don't you? You don't. There's no way you pass yeah. through it. If you go in a hole, you go in a hole. But Hull was the turning point, I think, for me. It's where I sort of found myself for probably all the wrong reasons. And that's obviously where I met Joel. But there was a point when we were in in Hull when we were there was three of us actually that kind of three guys that stood out there was joel me and a, a guy called cameron and honestly because not much happened in hull at that point i felt like we were rock stars i honestly did oh yeah it, it was the big city for me mm. because i was from scarborough you from tembury um and my camera's from wakefield so he was like the biggest one out of all of us who'd actually experienced city life so when you when you arrive there he's like wow there's 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 people. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's big brands that I've heard of. It's not just, you know, a Debbie's Corner Shop. There's like, the Tesco Express. Um, and there, and, and, and hearing the station come out, it seemed like at the point that every, every shop and every place had you on, had the station on, um, and you would get recognised not only from, there was no social media, but you'd get recognised from your voice, but also just general marketing and flyers and things like that. Um so yeah, it was, and it, it never, it never, never done that before. It always sort of been a, a little bit older, and it became really cool. And of course, I was so uncool; it was untrue. And JK, of course, was so cool because he'd come from Galaxy One Hundred and One in Bristol, the dance station. And I, I remember, I remember coming up here calling it dance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, what did you have? You had that Saturday night show you used to record in your in your front room. Oh. What was it called? D- D- dance something. Was it? And I'm like, was it dance, that- mate. You're up north now. <laughs> D- d- I dance. Still, I still use the expression from you though, because uh, when someone says dance now, I'm like, there's no. You, Joel always used to say, "There's no R in it." <laughs> yeah, well, it's dance, and I actually still I use that phrase now. But also, there was like there were people that would wait outside the radio station, and they would like there was a bit there was a wall outside the radio station. Oh, yeah. and people used to sign the wall out and, and, and put our names on it, and we used to do these gigs. And I'm not kidding. There was one point where I remember the bands either were so bad or we were good, that we got a bigger cheer when we came on than the bands did. It was yeah. it was just, it was crazy. And I absolutely loved it. Oh no, I, I loved it. I said to that podcast a, a, a few weeks ago um, and, and just scratched the surface. But you, you go back and you think about those did it Friday night experiences and things like this. So it was just, you know, teenage pop parties. And nine one one would come on, but you would open the show and get a bigger a bigger pop from the audience. Yeah. Um, and and a lot of them didn't like that. And it's like, well, well, we're just DJs, mate. But because you were there every day and um, you were accessible, I, I, everything. But it was also it was just it was just weird. One of our mates, uh, Maka, I remember he'd um, <laughs> he'd pulled one night uh, in Hull and had gone back this girl's place uh, and he woke up in the morning in her room and she had a huge picture of jk on a wall <laughs> because uh cameron was on uh, cameron was on the back of you 
and I had Simon Logan on the back of me. So it was all about selling these posters, and I think like three quid each or something. So he'd woken up in the morning, and he's producing you at the time, and he just got, oh, morning. Oh, my God. Oh, he's following me. <laughs> There's you, like, standing in a model pose. Yeah, looking well cool with hair. Oh. Okay, so, okay, what, what, what was the jump from radio to TV? How did that come about? Uh, that was because that was because towards the, towards the end of Manchester, towards the end of Key, wasn't it? Yeah. I think with pure. Was yeah, it pure I, I, I I want to test JK's knowledge here because <laughs> I forgot about some of these things that we'd done. Right? Can you remember the first TV show we did? Men and Motors. Yeah, it was horrendous. What was it called? Oh, we did. Um, don't tell me. Don't tell me. There right. was Rocket it's, Rocket Ronnie or something like that. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, right. So imagine. So the Alan Partridge show when he takes a mic and he's got Crash Bam Wallet. What a video! <laughs> right. We got offered a show called Motor Maniacs, where it's wacky car drivers in wacky situations. <laughs> right. <laughs> And it was like, it was, it was awful. So the guy like, right, boys, we've got five minutes to speak to Rocket Ronnie about his car. I know nothing about cars. I know nothing. So you'd be there with your microphone. And I'd run out of questions within about 20 minutes, uh, 20 seconds, and they don't answer you. They, they just say yes, no. <laughs> Do you remember the, the go-to question that you used to ask? I used to say, is it street legal? Could I take it to Sainsbury's? Could I take it to Asda? And they go... If you wanted to. <laughs> Brilliant. And the, 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 the director's there like, just going, drag it out, drag it out, go get five minutes out of this. Oh. What, what, what fuel does it take? <laughs> oh, just the usual. <laughs> Could you, now, here's one for you. Could you, and I'm, uh, it was awful, awful, awful. It was really bad. It was really bad. So we'll quickly move on from that and go for the next <laughs> yes. one. Yes. Which was, uh, was that pure, was it pure soap after that? Uh, yeah, Pure Soap was BBC Three. Yeah, so so just like I know nothing about cars, JK knows nothing about soap. So Who we got a show on telly. Soap. He's an anorak. He loves soaps. He's an absolute. Oh yeah, anorak. so I was I was an anorak of soaps. I was a massive anorak with soaps. And BBC Three came to us and they'd done loads of pilots, a load of people, but they couldn't go up to Manchester every day uh, and whatever. And we were the, we were there, you know, every day doing a breakfast show. So we'd do breakfast show on Key 103, um, go home, have some kip, have something to eat, and then go to Granada, where it was filmed for BBC Three, and go and do Pure Soap, which was an hourly show, live, on a night, all about soap operas, and you knew nothing about soap, in the nothing. same way as I knew nothing about cars. Nothing. So you would have so you'd have somebody on, and it would, be a, it would be a huge star, in a huge role, and he'd go, I have no clue. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> no clue whatsoever but what was good in the end though is that we used to like go out with all these people so all the coronation street stars i think that's where we first really met paddy wasn't it paddy mcginnis and then became great friends after that yeah and you used to be able to drink in the old rovers return afterwards so that yeah. was like the green room for the uh for the, for the cory cast and whatever so you'd be in there afterwards uh yeah you got fr friendly with a lot of the uh a lot of the people in Corrie. Um, and it was good times. But do you remember? I mean, Al, are you a, are you a soap fan? Um, I, no, not really. I used to watch a no. bit of EastEnders a long, long time ago, but not really. Right. So, of course, you're no Dirty Dennis, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Right, so everybody knew who Dirty Den was. Now, I don't remember this, right? It was, there were about three people that knew at the BBC and EastEnders that Dirty Den was coming back, right? I didn't know there were three people. I think your man who plays him is now dead. <laughs> Leslie Grantham uh, is agent and the, the, the casting director or whatever of EastEnders. And I said on this live show, oh, just to let you know, big surprise at EastEnders next week, Dirty Den's coming back. An absolute <laughs> gag. And I'm like, just never thought of it. Never thought anything of it. Then they got a message to say, please don't mention that again. So, of course, I went, we got a message yesterday from the executive producer of EastEnders who said, please don't mention that Dirty Dead is coming back. Well, you know, thinking they don't want to be associated with him. So I'd gone, but I'll just let you know, he is coming back. <laughs> right? Anyway, three weeks later, he comes back. So, so I'd spoil... The biggest thing, even though I was I was joking. Well, I said, well, at least tell me then. Like, we didn't know. We didn't know. Um, but then they realised that the figures weren't very good uh, on pure soap because uh, it was on while the soaps were on. <laughs> I think, think, think about this. We're going to have a World Cup conversation about England versus Italy while the game's on. Yeah, <laughs> on a different so, channel. So it, yeah. So they went in their typical BBC wisdom. They went, ah, I'll tell you what we'll do now. Let's just drop the soap. We'll call it pure. So, well, well, well what's pure? Well, it's pure, isn't it? It's pure soap without the soap. So it was it was like an early one show. Yeah. It, it went from an item about, you know, Warwick Davis trying jumpers on in Milton Keynes uh, <laughs> to testing gadgets out to see who's going to win the Grand National. It was bizarre. I mean, we we do need need to wrap it up, but we we would love to get you back on, Joel, because this has been fun. I think we need to do. We we've been talking about doing this for ages, and I, regardless of whether this is a podcast, it go if it goes anywhere, or if it doesn't go anywhere, it's it's always a good catch up for me. And I'll just point out now, after speaking to you for an hour and trying to get online for half an hour, um, I have n- I had no idea what I was coming on for. I thought I was coming on to pr- promote a book or something or a board game. <laughs> I had I had no idea. Yeah, I got a, I got a message from your from your producer Jack, who was who said this. Here's the link, and I'm like, but said to me, Mister, said to me, mate, I'm I'm doing a, a podcast with J.K. and Al tomorrow. What are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've no idea. So you just turn up. I've I've no idea whatsoever. Uh, but it's always fun, it's and always we have to do something properly. Um, we haven't even got to the Radio One days or the T Kids oh, no. TV days or no. stuff all like the, that. All the parenting days. All as the well. parenting days. There's so much no. now. And there, yeah, there genuinely, genuinely is a lot. There's a lot that you'll never hear. <laughs> yeah. Joel, it's been a pleasure. I mean, I've just sat back and had a giggle at you two, to be honest. So it's been great fun for me. So thank you. No, thanks, Al. It's, honestly, it's, it's like uh, going to your ex-girlfriend's um, new family home with his husband. Um, it's, it's, a li- it's a little weird. I think I've... I think I have seen this on, online before, you know, where ex-husband watches. It's a, little, it's a little weird. I'll be honest with you. It's a little weird. And I feel like you're rubbing my face in it now. No, well, it's probably it's probably the other way around. You're probably thinking, God, I dodged a bullet. And now, it, now he's Al's now he's problem. It, yeah. No, because yeah. even the way you've got the studio set up, it looks like, a, it either looks like, um, do you know what it actually does look like? It looks like a doctor's waiting room from the 90s. Or it looks like you two have just moved in together and you've not got a lot of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. Right, see you later, guys. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 
Oh, what a laugh. What a laugh it is with you two. Would have been, it would have been nice to sort of be the third wheel back in the 90s with you. Oh, I don't Although think it was... I, don't I was think only five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, trust me, you didn't want to be in our world at the age of five. No, no, I bet. <laughs> really didn't. I bet. Um, oh, that's good. I miss him. I genuinely miss... He, he... Actually, you kind of filled a little bit of the void. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> but Joel still to this day is is the only person I could be having the worst days in the world. Mm. And I mean, there were a lot of bad days mm. and he was the only person that could, could make me laugh, mm. could cheer me up. And uh, there isn't much he had to do, but he just had that knack. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's the connection, isn't it? Yeah. It's as they he say knew. on Love Island, the connection. The connection. Uh, right, should we do some gear review? We're going full on here. Yeah. This is a big step for me. You're in your element here. Well, you know, well. You, know you know that I am Mac all the way when mm. it comes to computers, you know, and as you probably can see that in front of me, I have a Dell Windows Wait. computer. Can I can I say that you'd have to look quite closely because it does look quite Mac like. The build quality of this thing is incredible and that's why already I'm really happy with this. Yeah. So this is the the Dell XPS 15 9520, right? Now, I'm not going to talk massively about specs because, in my opinion, any laptop now has got to be fast to cope with everyday tasks. Well, yes, because everyday tasks have changed so much. Yeah. You are now streaming, you're watching, you know, high, uh, big file videos. Yep. You've got loads of photos. You've got, you know, hundreds of thousands of photos now yep. on your laptops. Um, so everyday life has completely changed so they do have to be super quick so I'm going to talk about using this as a sort of day-to-day -day laptop me being a video editor audio editor also being a dad being a business owner this is what how I'm gonna mm. sort of review this ports right there you go there's two USB-C ports there there's another one that side and yeah. there's a card reader in there and there's a headphone jack which is also doubles up as a microphone jack Okay. Now I know the other company have kind of stopped doing that. Yeah. So that you can still use this as a audio input and an audio mm. output, which again, as an audio editor, is very handy to have. Yeah. Uh, right. What else we got? Um, uh, Seven twenty at thirty frames per second, but it's an HD camera. And it looks really, really nice. The audio speakers on this, which I'll play in a minute, are phenomenal. We'll come back to that. There's a two point five stereo woofer. There's two stereo tweeters and tweeters. Eight tweeters, they're the high-end speakers. You know, on a speaker, you see a, you see the big round one and the small one yeah. at the top. The small one at the top is the tweeter. It's called a tweeter. Yeah, so this has got four speakers in it. Eight watts total peak. Right. What I love about this laptop, the screen is absolutely stunning, stunning. Um, it also has this thing where it reduces like harmful blue light, but it still keeps okay. those vivid colours. Yeah. Video editing, effortless. Um, you know, which also means that anything else on this laptop is a breeze. So mm. you don't have to worry about that. Craftsmanship. This thing is beautiful. This is what I've been waiting for with a Windows laptop. And I'll let you hold it in a minute. Okay, it's not only beautiful. Aluminium chassis. It's got diamond cut sides. Uh, what else has it got? It's got a black carbon fiber palm rest here. Means it's lightweight and it's bloody strong. Feel that. Oh, yeah. Isn't that a thing of beauty? It feels solid. This is what we've been waiting for, for Windows. Yeah. Are you... Is your head being turned? Dare I say it? This will be 
Oh, hang on a second. You've did you not? But you couldn't get in, could you? No. Do you want to know why? Well, not only is it got a, it's got a touch read, it's got a um, yeah. fingerprint reader, and it's got facial recognition. Yeah. Uh, right. What are the other important things to talk about with this <coughs> keyboard? Absolute joy to work with. Really, really nice. Uh, the sound is phenomenal. 3D soundscape, four speaker design, first ever laptop featuring Waves NX 3D audio. It was actually designed by a multi Grammy award winning um, producer. So, do you want to have a, should you have a quick listen? Go on, play something. I think you'll like this, Al. Ready for this? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Darling, you give love a bad That's name. 50, okay? So that's 50? Yeah. Wow. It's loud. Yeah. But you don't lose the quality. No, you don't. Come on, Al. Catch me if you can. I'm going down. Can't stop it! I can't stop it! Don't stop it! No, stop it! So as I was saying, unlike a MacBook, it's got it's got everything. It's got that fingerprint reader. It's got the facial recognition. It's eco too. Twenty five percent of the material consists of ocean plastics, which are collected from coastal areas. So I love that. And the remaining seventy five percent is made up of other recycled mm. plastics. So it's eco. Uh, it ships with a USB C to USB and an HDMI version two splitter. So that comes with it. You'd have to buy that. It's, yeah, it's that with is it. handy because when you buy it and then you think oh, I've got another 50 quid on an adapter yeah. I mean <laughs> really nice touch from Dell Noah needs a, a PC for his homework because as we, as we discussed mm. they don't use Macs in schools they use very rarely Windows mm. so this is now the PC that we use for Noah's homework and things he loves it He's and he's a whiz on it he absolutely adores it battery life is fantastic this is now the go-to computer in our household so if we're cooking from recipes, if we're if I'm doing the Sonos controller for the yeah. sound system, if I'm doing kids' homework, car journeys, we'll take this in the car now because it lasts for ages. Yeah. Um, online shopping, the list goes on. It also has a weird. This is what I couldn't quite take about Windows PCs. They were all a bit. They seemed a bit hectic. They seemed a bit. They stressed me out a little bit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This is an absolute calmer feeling when it comes to a Windows laptop. Dell XPS 15 9520. There's different versions. I think this one is like a, is the i9 processor, 32 gig of memory, which is, this one is, you know, expensive. But the base model is still a phenomenal mm. piece of kit. Honestly, well done, Dell. Well done on producing a beautiful, beautiful laptop. It was about time. Yeah. Well, so if you're in the market for <clears throat> Windows laptop, that's probably why we'll put a link in the description as well so you can check out the all the specifics if you need them so we'll do that cool well done well there we go that's a wrap thank you very much for tuning in uh, this week I hope you enjoyed it if you hit the follow button if you follow us on Spotify or Apple then you'll get notifications of when there's a new episode out so make sure you do that Um, subscribe give us a review uh, give us some love on socials join the JK and Al Facebook group and we'll speak to you next week have a good one That's Net Original Podcast.